The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds, where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, 14.20 in the morning for this 31st day of May, 2023. Another month gone by. It's been a great month here at 14.20 World Headquarters. Anyways, today's show is brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code, as always, 1420pod at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUp.com and uh, check out all the great articles and other uh, uh, great podcasts that are out there after you listen to uh, the 14.20 Sports Bar podcast on a daily basis 14 20 in the morning thank you for making us a part of your morning each and every morning here on youtube live and on facebook live and then for the podcast listeners later on this morning once i get this up and adam uh don't look now but aaron judge is heating up he is on fire uh, for the new york yankees a much improved yankees team over the last few weeks but yeah aaron judge three home runs so far in this series in seattle a uh, remarkable stretch that he is on right now uh the whole home run last night two the night before with a game to go tonight uh, also in New York or, or in Seattle where he loves hitting he's a 375 batting average over his career since 2017 10 home runs 19 RBIs I think it is since he's uh since he's gotten there or gotten with the Yankees and playing in Seattle loves hitting there but uh, what's extremely remarkable about the uh the, the home run totals and the, the season that Judge is having so far is that he's matched his home run totals uh where he was last year and the rest of his stats are, are actually even better than they were last year at this point, more runs scored, a higher batting average, more RBIs, and this was missing 10 games so far this season with that with that lat injury, I think it was, but it's re- remarkable the season that Judge is putting together. He's doing exactly what he's p- being paid to do for the New York Yankees. That $40 million contract didn't weigh him down. Uh, his wallet a whole bunch so far this season. I'm, yeah, it, it might be uh, the first year of this contract that he's got the nine-year deal, but uh, so far, so good for the Yankees and for Aaron Judge, the way this has gone out. Pinstrikes Pinstripes can be very heavy, like I've said before. And yes, I am a Yankee hugger. I get it. That uh, people probably get sick of me talking about this, but every once in a while, I get to talk about the the Yankees. What I want to talk about a little bit here on fourteen twenty in the morning. Uh, but like I said, his batting average is higher. He, like last year, he did all all he could do. He bet on himself. He got the the record contract, and he was the MVP of the league. And you think about his stats being better this year so far. Uh, like I'm not a stats nerd by any means. Wins and losses are the only ones that really matter to me. But you think about the stats he's putting together when he was the MVP. Uh, he's probably on pace to have that kind of a season again. And uh, got to got to think he's a front runner for the American League MVP uh, as of right now. Uh, you you got to think that what he's doing with nobody really hitting behind him, with Rizzo being out of the lineup with the tweaked neck, and he got Willie Calhoun, I think it is, uh, hitting behind him right now. Whoever Willie Calhoun, I think he went two for four last night anyways. But it's uh, quite remarkable what he's been able to do with nobody hitting in, in that lineup behind him. And every pitch that he sees, he gets, he gets one good pitch or, or two good pitches in a baseball game he, he handles it either with a home run or a double his, his his numbers are unbelievable what he's doing with the bat Aaron Judge is to me right now and I don't think it's close I don't think it's a, an arguable thing I don't think there's a better player in baseball right now take Mike Trout out of the uh, equation right now take Shohei Otani out of the equation right now because Otani's bat is struggling a little bit but the what Aaron Judge can do on a night in night out basis uh, stay healthy like I said he missed the 10 games what his numbers would be like but right now he is the best player in baseball and I don't think it's quite I don't think it's even uh 
there's even a question for or a debate to be had with with Aaron Judge and what he's been able to do for the Yankees. You got to think what uh, it it's, uh, makes a guy wonder if uh, if Arson Judge would have signed with the San Francisco Giants as he was rumored to in the offseason last year in November when all that was going down and Arson Judge was a Bob Nightingale or somebody had the I can't remember who the uh, the reporter was that said Arson Judge, but it's uh, remarkable to say what he what to. The, the value of Aaron Judge to this Yankee team is if he would have gone elsewhere, what would they have replaced him with? When you got the best player in baseball, how do you replace that in that lineup and in the outfield where he plays a gold glove outfield on a night in night out basis? That, that catch that he made the other night in Seattle uh, where he robbed Teoscar Hernandez of a home run was an unbelievable play. A gold glove kind of level play uh, was something that doesn't happen on a daily basis. Only Aaron Judge can make those, not only Aaron Judge, but Aaron Judge can make those plays look a little bit easier than the average guy just for this, the sheer size of the guy six foot seven 300 plus pounds and the, the amount of field that he can cover uh, out in right field whether it be in the Bronx or anywhere else and throughout the major leagues you got to like judge his uh, MVP to that team and to that game it's, it's it's remarkable to watch how good this guy is uh, and being a Yankee fan it's a pleasure to watch this guy on a nightly basis and I hope that other other people don't just uh, because he's a Yankee just uh, turn the channel and, and don't watch him and everything else because there's a lot of Yankee haters out there that don't uh, don't just don't tune into the Yankees because they, they don't want to hear all this crap on a daily basis but people should be tuning in to watch Watch this guy. It's must-see TV night in, night out. You don't know how many home runs this guy's going to get. If he had somebody hitting behind him, like a Giancarlo Stanton's going to come back. Eventually, he's hitting in Somerset last night, along with uh, the president of Josh Donaldson fan club. Josh Donaldson was down in Somerset as well, and he had a two-for-four night, I think. Double-A pitching, nonetheless, but he's still he's still round ball, round bat. you got to hit it square, and he, he did that last night. It'd be interesting to see if Donaldson can come back and put some kind of a season together. I'm not uh, I'm not holding my breath waiting for it, but it's one of those things, that, as a Yankee fan you, you hope that one of these guys can uh, put a season together a little bit and give give judge a little bit of a, a reprieve and let some bats around him so he might see some more pitches as the uh, as the season progresses because it, it can get a little bit tough there's no doubt, doubt about that a little bit tough when you don't see any pitches and you uh, you just get one or one or two a game that you have to handle and uh, you got to take full advantage of that and it's it's remarkable to watch judge what he's doing i look for him to hit uh, the Upwards of 50 home runs again. Getting to 62 is going to be tough, but you know you, you never know what this guy could come up with. Uh, the what he's I didn't expect him to, to get off this kind of a start for the season because he had such a great year last year and the way everything went for him, you, you didn't expect for him to just uh, to tally on that to, and, and to keep things going. Yeah, but you look at his numbers since 2017 when he came up full time with the New York Yankees. He's at the top or second pretty much every every category, and I think he's only behind uh, the old uh, Mike Trout train in WAR by just percentage points. He's leading the league in, in war right now. He's ahead of your main man, Shohei Otani, whose war goes up because he pitches and everything else, but he's he's ahead of Otani in war this year and everything else he's doing. It's it's uh, it's something to behold what Judge has been able to do, and since 2017, how he's been the leader of that team, it's been it's been a great thing to see. And will, will, will the Yankees, who are now in third place, only five games behind the the, the, the Tampa Bay Rays, who are a bit of a, they've been dropping a little bit. You couldn't expect them to keep up that pace, but uh, how uh, the, the Rays lost two, in, two to the Chicago Cubs which is kind of strange considering how bad the Chicago Cubs are and that National League Central. But you, you, you got to think that uh, the, the Rays are going to take a little bit of a step back. They're not going to keep that pace up. And if the Yankees can put some kind of a streak together, you never know what they might end up doing. But you look at that uh, that Baltimore team somehow, they're, they're only three games out and they're playing some great baseball. Uh, Aaron Riley, a good friend of the show and uh, friend and podcast, uh, Bruliana Sports Podcast, he's a big Baltimore Orioles fan. And I was going to uh, bug him a little bit yesterday on the old Twitter machine about Aaron. Aaron Hicks signing with the uh, with, with the Baltimore Orioles. What's that going to do to that locker room? Or 
they going to go on, on a 10 game losing streak? Cause they got Aaron Hicks now. And I'm, I'm happy that Hicks is out of, out of uh, Yankee pinstripes, but I'm not, uh, uh, you never know what might happen. Baseball can be a crazy sport and he plays a few games for the Baltimore Orioles. You never know what they're going to get. He could come to the Bronx and stick it up the, uh, the fans asses who were booing him pretty vigorously for the last two or three seasons. So uh, judge probably have a bit of a chip or not a judge. I mean, Hicks will have a bit of a chip on his shoulder when he comes back to the Bronx. I should have looked up what date that might be. Make sure you tune, tune into that one and see what Hicks can do for the, uh, for the Baltimore Orioles. Hopefully they can keep things going. It's good to see the city of Baltimore getting a uh, the, the, that team. They've had a, a bit of a struggle as of late, as everybody knows, but it's good to see them uh, right there in, in the American League East race, three games out. You never know what that might, that team can do. They got to stay hot, got to play the, 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 you can only uh, play the games that are in front of you and win the games in front of you. And they're, and they're doing that on a nightly basis. That Gunnar Henderson's a hell of a ball player, by the way. But anyways, back to the Yankees a little bit. Uh, yeah, Judge, you, and uh, you got to wonder what that pitching staff's going to do, how that's going to all c- come about. Uh, you c- Garrett Cole, I'm not too uh, too concerned about yet. He's just, but he's still not that guy. He's still not that closer, that shutdown ace you like to have. Nestor Cortez had a very nice start uh, last night, so but you don't know what you're going to get out of him. But it's uh, he had a great start last night, so hopefully he can keep that going a little bit. Uh, it's one thing to talk about that 2017 team. I've kind of bounced around here a little bit, but who cares? Whatever it doesn't much matter. Uh, that 2017 team, how great they were with Didi Gregorius, and you had Judge coming up, and then you had a guy by the name of Gary Sanchez who's supposed to be the next coming of Yogi Bear or Thurman Munson in pinstripes. And the way he just kind of, uh, he's, he's, out of the lineup now, and he's he got to, out of the Yankees. They, they they got rid of him. Went to Minnesota for a while, and then he was with with the Mets for a cup of coffee this week. And now he played last night for the San Diego Padres. It's crazy to think how you just uh, you, you know, your once promising career and how it's just supposed to flourish and how it can be done so quick. I mean, 2017 is quite a few years ago now, six years. But it's just funny how he was supposed to be the next uh, great Yankee catcher, and now he's not in, in the Yankees uh, organization, not not in the Mets organization, not now he's. Just uh, now, he's a San Diego Padre for who knows how long. It's funny to see, to see how you just run out of games and if things don't go right in your career. How it just it can end so quickly uh, for these major league guys because there's another guy barking up the tree right right behind you. If you go in a bit of a, a slump and, and everything else, it's see you later and that, and that's it. Or you get injured or whatever it might be. And it's funny to think that if uh, if he would, would have maybe just listened to Joe Girardi because Girardi was hard on him. Remember Girardi was a catcher, and if Girardi if he would listen to to Girardi, where Sanchez might might have been and how his career might have flourished and uh, didn't he got baby got baby a little bit by uh by um, Aaron Boone, and so that uh, got him out of the league and everything else. And it's just it's, it's tough to see a guy who was once supposed to have this promising career, and everybody was cheering for for him to have a great career. And just uh, the El Kraken thing back in the day, and how he just uh, didn't it just didn't work out for for him. And, and he just it's crazy to think that Gary Sanchez is basically uh, one step away from being out of the big leagues. And it's just it's odd to see, but it's it's going to be interesting to see how Aaron Judge can 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 go the rest of the season, see if he can keep this up, see if he can stay healthy, see what can happen, and see what can, numbers he can put up. Because like I said, his numbers are better right now, right across the board for for for, uh, for his offensive numbers. And he and that's without having uh, the, the 10 games off. So he's on pace, same amount of home runs. I think it's 63 that they said, but on pace, who knows what the, how that can go. He can go to the hot streak and he can go to cold streak. But Aaron Judge, he's uh, the, yep, the best player in baseball. He can get back to me at me at, uh, and rant the day. 
as you can see, and at, four, at underscore 1420 at Twitter. I want to hear people's thoughts if, Aaron, if you think Aaron Judge is the best player in baseball, if it's disputable, if you think that he uh, isn't the guy that that I think he is, but I think I, I personally think that Aaron Judge, and it ain't close. I, 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 I like Otani, obviously. I like Trout not that much, as you people who listen to the show, but right now, Aaron Judge, for me, and it ain't close, is the best player in baseball. I want to hear your thoughts. Get back to us at Facebook or Twitter, and let, let me know uh, what you think about Aaron Judge and the New York Yankees and how the season is uh, is rolling up for for that that uh, gentleman with the $40 million contract in his pocket. And to me, it, it's it's going to be well worth it. Six years from now, we'll see how that goes, that big body goes, but right now, it's, it's worth every every penny that they paid for him. It's, it's, it's scary to think where the Yankees might be without him. They're, they're, they're five games out now, but without Judge, where would they be without him, and what, what would they have replaced him with in the offseason if he if Arson Judge would have signed with the San Francisco Giants. But anyways, there's my uh, talk for today and uh, here at 1420 World Headquarters. And remember, go to RighteousFelon.com for their, prof, their, their craft beef jerky and use promo code BELLYUP and get 15% off at RighteousFelon.com on their, their, their craft jerky today, uh, RighteousFelonJerky.com. It's just RighteousFelon.com. It doesn't much matter. Anyways, on this day in... What do we got here? In 1987, at Northlands Coliseum in Edmonton, Alberta, the Edmonton Oilers beat the Philadelphia Flyers 3-1 in Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Finals to win their third Stanley Cup championship. Oilers goal scorers, all future Hall of Famers, Mark Messier, Yari Curry, and Glenn Anderson led the way, and some guy named Wayne Gretzky added one assist. Ron Hextall won the Smythe Trophy despite being on the losing side. Uh, he stopped 40 of 43 shots, pretty much willed the Flyers to Game 7. It was the Oilers' third Stanley Cup in four seasons and the second finals victory in three years over the Philadelphia Flyers. I remember it well. Those were great hockey games, and Hextall was on fire. It was unbelievable that the uh, or that, that team got as close as they did because with that uh, that Hall of Fame lineup and that all-star, uh, everything that they had in that lineup, uh, it was uh, a great series. Rough and tumble Flyers back then. It was a fun series to watch. And on this day, uh, the Oilers won their third Stanley Cup. And happy 51st birthday to Dave Roberts, born on this day in Naha, Japan. He's a military kid. Uh, Roberts is currently the manager of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Roberts played in 10 Major League Baseball seasons with stops in L.A., Cleveland, San Diego, San Francisco, and probably most famous, uh, oh, this one, this one burns me a little bit, most famous for the Boston Red Sox game four steal of second base, as you just seen there if you're watching it on YouTube. Uh, Mariano and Jorge and the whole bit. And it, that uh, changed that whole series around. Uh, you, you remember the Yankees were up three games to one or nothing at that point, looking for the series sweep. And the Red Sox came back in 2004 and won that series. Much, many people uh, contribute that steal of second base that Roberts did uh, to uh, propel the Red Sox to their first World Series championship in 190,000 years, I think it was. The, the the length of time gets longer to Red Sox fans for that, that World Series championship in 2004. And also, I want to wish my mother a happy 75th birthday today. Uh, happy birthday, Mom. We uh, we love you, and uh, th- thanks for bringing us into this crazy world and for all the, the fun memories we've had over the years and all the, the gr- many more great years ahead. Uh, so happy birthday to my, my mother, Margaret Radlinski, uh, 75 years young today we'll see her later on today anyways thank you for being a part of the, of the show today thanks for everybody's watch on youtube and facebook live we'll make sure we get these out to you guys on a daily basis follow us on twitter as well 
and Facebook and hit subscribe on the uh, the YouTube channel as well because it helps promote the show. Thank you very much for everybody listening to the show today. And remember, everybody, it doesn't matter where you are. It's who you're with. Have a good day, folks. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. SeatGeek is the ticketing app for fans like the High Five Strangers Guy. Game-winning interception. First down. Just a nice, solid tackle. If you're in arm's length, you will be swapping skin with this extrovert. You see, he knows SeatGeek got him a great deal on tickets, so he can focus on what he does best, smacking palms. SeatGeek handles the tickets to sports, concerts, and more, so fans can fan. You just listened to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer of the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get into it.